You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. This is episode seven of the Aligned Action Podcast, and today's episode is devoted to the half habit pattern. If you received this result on the What Playing Small Pattern is Holding You Back in Biz quiz, you might be someone who experiences some frustration around setting habits or keeping up with the habits that you try to set. This pattern might show up for you in you giving up on a habit before you've even started. Maybe it's setting an overly ambitious goal and not being able to maintain a new habit. Maybe for you, it's inexplicably breaking up with your habits after you've been consistent for a while. Or you might have resistance to starting habits at all in the first place. This pattern might be holding you back in business because having a business is made up of a lot of small habits. You've probably heard the advice everywhere to stay consistent, show up regularly, show your face. And what all of that amounts to, what it's essentially the same advice, is setting a habit or a regular routine and sticking to it. But if this half habit pattern is something that you're struggling with, you might actually find this really difficult. A lot of my clients are in the wellness or spiritual kind of realm. I work with a lot of therapists, naturopaths, healers, health and fitness coaches, massage therapists, and they often consider themselves to be creative, to be free-spirited or spiritual uh, or mystical or magical. And sometimes, even though I don't think this needs to be true for them, they would describe themselves as because they're creative, they're bad at keeping with habits or routines. Maybe you feel the same way when you're listening to what I'm describing. The thing with the half habit pattern in particular is that I've noticed that we tend to think that we're the only ones with this problem, even though this is not true. And I think that there's a lot of guilt around this pattern, especially, and about habits and routines in general, is because we see this kind of advice almost daily. We're constantly taking in information about how we have to be consistent in business and we have to hustle and we have to do and we have to take action. (laughs) Even here in this podcast, I'm encouraging you to take action, right? We interpret that everyone else is successful with their habits except us. Everyone else sticks with their habits easily and they never fail or they never miss a day. I've got to say, I've got a representative sample of myself and about 100 clients and students, and I can tell you that this is not the case. What's happening is we've been sold the idea that we need a morning routine or something like that to be successful. This comes back to that concept of business being about you know, following the rules or finding some kind of recipe, like I talked about back in episode five. This adds a layer of guilt to habit creation that is not helping to make or keep your habits. It's just making you feel worse about yourself. And of course, what's contributing to this is the idea that what we're sharing online is a highlight reel and 
we're only seeing the curated versions of everyone's lives, even if they're showing us Instagram versus reality, right? We see these online representations of completely unrealistic standards and expectations, and then we're trying to demand that of ourselves, and it's too much. There's a feeling of frustration of, why can't I get myself to do this? And why am I always letting myself down? And what you're feeling is you're disappointed with your lack of results. You're frustrated that you seem to know what you need, but you don't have the motivation or the self-control to see it through. This would be a drain on anyone, but it's especially tough for the business owner. You need your energy to be up to coming to your computer day after day, to keep growing your business, to keep trying, to keep persevering even when it's difficult. Broken promises, which is you know what amounts to habits that are set but not kept, are a drain on your energy. And along with that drain on your energy, it's the fact that a lot of marketing, which you're exposed to daily, it's telling you that if you just do what someone else suggests, you'll succeed. If you just follow these 10 steps, then you'll be good. When you keep witnessing yourself having trouble starting that habit or having trouble keeping that habit up, you perceive yourself over and over again as a failure on some level, which creates a lower, more negative energy. And that's what's sapping your motivation. That's what's making it harder to create new habits. In terms of practical examples for entrepreneurs, this could look like say a podcast manager who is wanting to set a habit to search and listen to five new podcasts a week and reach out to those hosts to see if they need help with management. This podcast manager sets this habit, but only does it one time and then doesn't stick with it. Or another example could be a prenatal fitness coach and they're pledging to wake up at 6 a.m. every day and they're going to catch up on their inbox before everyone else wakes up. They're going to be so on top of those emails. Or a naturopathic doctor who wants to try blog marketing, but they won't even set the habit to start because they don't believe they'll follow through. If this sounds like your struggle, you're going to want to listen to the strategies starting with number one coming right up. A consistent message that you're going to be hearing here on the Aligned Action podcast is if you want to grow your business, you're going to have to get to know yourself better because business development is personal development and vice versa. Those of you who have this half habit pattern coming up for you, the best tool that I can remember, my first strategy here is to check out Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies Framework. I am a huge fan of her as an author and as a podcast host of the podcast Happier. I've read most of her books and the Four Tendencies book was particularly helpful because her framework of the Four Tendencies describes how people respond to obligations and expectations. The whole framework is built just around that. There are four types, the upholder, the questioner, the obliger, and the rebel. What's really neat about this is that Gretchen separates out how we respond to inner expectations and how we respond to outer expectations. So the expectations that we set for ourselves and how we respond to expectations that others have for us. I'm going to briefly go into the four types, but really I would encourage you to go and take her quiz on her website uh, and find out which one of the four types that you are, because it's going to really help you set yourself up for success based on your habits. So the upholder is somebody who meets both outer and inner expectations well. These are good habit keepers by nature for the most part. On the clear opposite side of that, we have the rebel. They resist outer expectations and they also resist inner expectations. 
full disclosure, I'm a rebel and it can be a bit of a challenge sometimes. The other two types are for the questioner. The questioner resists outer expectations or they question expectations other people have of them, but they are very good at meeting inner expectations. And on the other side of that, we have the obliger who is good at meeting outer expectations, keeping promises to other people, but resists inner expectations of following through on promises made to themselves. And the reason that this is valuable for you to know is that you can determine why some habits are working and why some habits are not and learn to set better habits as you go. So in that example of the prenatal fitness coach who was tackling the email in the morning because they weren't being consistent, let's just say for the sake of this example that they are an obliger. That means that they meet outer expectations, but they resist inner expectations. Do you think that someone who is an obliger is going to make that 6 a.m. meeting with themselves every day? Probably not. It's not likely that they're going to stick to that routine because in that scenario, that habit scenario, they're only accountable to themselves. So a better habit for this person might be to do a three times a week Zoom call with a biz bestie and they can both focus on inbox management together, you know, each for their own businesses. But this would just add accountability to someone other than themselves. And that increases the likelihood for this person that that habit would stick. I encourage you to go check out the four tendencies framework. See what you are. Tell me on Instagram what you got as a result. I would love to know. There's got to be some more rebels out there, or if you're one of the other types, I want to hear from you too. All right, strategy number two is rather than try to start habits that are a complete departure from what you're already doing, instead create habits that make sense for you and enhance your life and business, not habits that draw you further away from alignment. And what I mean is this, one reason why some entrepreneurial habits fail is that the habit doesn't actually match your skills or your strengths, or your personality. The habit is trying to change some core part of you. It's encouraging you to do something that goes against what is actually aligned. So let's take one of our examples from before again. Let's talk about the podcast manager with their lead generation strategy. Let's say that this person is introverted. Reaching out directly as a connection strategy just doesn't feel aligned for them. But they are already in the habit of posting a daily tip on their stories, and it's something that their audience loves that performs really well. If we reimagine the habit for this person that could further grow their business, we could add on to that strategy instead and keep the focus on attraction marketing, if that's something that's already working, and think about how they could make it stronger. So for example, this podcast manager could grow through a hashtag strategy instead, or they could start pinning their tips to Pinterest to get more leads from there. But forcing themselves to go with that outreach strategy that doesn't feel aligned for them, it is not going to lead to the results they want, and they're not going to be likely to keep up that habit. This is really closely related to strategy number three, which is find something you're already good at and consistent with and take it one step further. Everyone has habits that they already do, regardless of whether you recognize it or not. If the half habit pattern is coming up for you, then it might be a good idea to take an inventory of the habits that you already do where you are successful, such as these examples that I'm going to share. If you're already consistent with something like reading business or personal growth books, you could add a little bit of journaling to that practice of, you know, every time I finish a chapter, I'm going to journal a couple of lines. Or if you're someone who is really vigilant about backing up your files monthly, 
not me, if you know the secret, please let me know. You could add the habit of taking a quick look through your website and making any updates that you need once a month. So you could stay up to date on your website upkeep if you're already doing something monthly with your computer. This strategy works because you have already built a little bit of self-trust and you get to build on that. And you keep building on that muscle until you prove to yourself that you can do that new habit. This is essentially what habit stacking is. This is where you find something that you do consistently already with little effort. In general, the habit stacking strategy is about really little effort. Like every day I get out of bed or every day I drink coffee. What you do with the habit stacking is you create a, when I do this, I also do this sort of plan. Personally, I've done this myself with manual pinning to Pinterest for my own business. Most of my pins are scheduled through Tailwind for the most part. I've heard the strategy that it's good for my account to have a few manual pins as well every day. And although I don't do this every day, I do have a strategy where I do this somewhat regularly. So every time that I am about to talk to my partner on the phone, so days when he has his kids and I'm at my apartment, we talk in the evening, I have a habit of logging into my Pinterest app when I'm about to make that phone call and I pin a few pins. Because it's linked to another familiar action that I do repeatedly, it's easy to add that small habit onto it. And it's something that takes very little time. You know, I can probably get it done in 30 seconds, but I wouldn't make time for it if I tried to just do it by itself. The reason that it works is that it's connected to something that I already do. Other examples would be when you wait in line at the grocery store, you would do 10 story replies. Or you could tell yourself, when I drink my coffee, I do my gratitude practice. It might be a good start to find repetitive tasks that you already do and create the list of tasks that you want to be doing and just see what matches up best for time and activity. Because of course, some are going to pair better with others. So explore around that and see what would make sense for you and try a couple of habit stacks. Number four is a very tiny tip. It's just that knowing your track record with habits can be really, really helpful, especially if you use it for your own information and not to put additional blame or shame on yourself. If you know that you tend to quit new habits on day six, uh, that's valuable information. You can choose to then maybe clear your schedule on day seven, figure out what supports you need to help you complete that habit for a seventh day, or you could even make yourself like a, a mini party if you make it to day seven. I would do really well to add this strategy when it comes to my meditation routine because twice now I've made it to 153 days in a row on Insight Timer. Such a random amount of days, but it's true. I have the stats in the app to back it up. Twice I've made it to 153 days of consecutive meditation and something about day 154 just makes me completely drop it and drop it not just for a day, but I let go of it completely. This kind of strategy would help because I could figure out, okay, what is happening there on day 154 where I'm not as engaged anymore? Uh, and maybe I plan to switch up my strategy a little bit or I plan for what time of day I'm going to do my meditation that day. I set myself up for more success rather than letting myself fall into those older habits which is a perfect segue into strategy number five. And that last strategy is to reframe your past broken habits to make space for new ones. This is important because the baggage of your old promises not kept is really heavy. I personally have a lot of habit baggage and I think that I'm not alone. 
I bet that you have a lot of habit baggage as well, especially if you're listening to this episode. For me, it's a lot of times I told myself I was going to show my face on stories every day. I made habits about, I'm going to write business affirmations every day. I've broken many, many habits on blogging consistently. This pattern is hard. You're not alone in experiencing this. I'm not alone in experiencing this. That's why we are working on healing this pattern together. With this amount of baggage, it's so heavy that it's consciously or unconsciously sabotaging your new habit creation or habit maintenance efforts. So what to do in this situation is to get more information on these past habits for yourself, work towards forgiveness, be able to reframe those experiences. If you've listened to any of the other episodes, you know that now is the time for an exercise. We're going to try that now in a journal. And if you're multitasking while you listen and you can't try this now, remember that you can always access the recording of the exercise separate from the podcast. That's in the free Cleary Club, which is linked in the show notes at clearquartzcreative.co slash seven. If you're going to do the exercise now, we're going to get started. Get cozy with your journal and pen. Pause the episode if you need and come right back. Open your journal to a brand new page to symbolize a fresh start. how you feel with that blank slate in front of you. And journal a few lines about how it would feel to start a new habit from a true blank slate, from a brand new notebook page. How would that feel for you? Would you feel excited? motivated? Would you feel capable? How much trust would you have in yourself if you were truly starting from this blank page? In this journaling exercise, we're going to work towards this blank page feeling and To do that, we'll start with a recent habit trouble that you experienced. Start journaling about a time recently when you either gave up on a habit or you had trouble starting a habit. Start to describe what happened. Sticking with the facts, what you know to be true from your own perspective. What was your experience of that last habit that you tried to start or you tried to keep? start to journal about how you can gather information about yourself through this experience. What did you learn about what works for you and what doesn't work for you through this habit creation? 
shift your writing now from that lesson learning to forgiveness giving for yourself. Write a message to yourself explaining how you feel compassion for that past self with that habit and how you forgive them. If gathering up compassion and forgiveness for yourself is a challenge for you, remember that's totally normal and you might imagine yourself writing this message to someone else, what you would say to a friend if they had a similar issue. the same forgiveness that you would show to that friend and write that down in your journal. Now take a deep breath in and let that go. We'll repeat this process now with a habit experience that is a little further back something that was impactful for you, something memorable. Choose a difficult habit experience from your past and start to journal out the facts of that situation, the information. What are the details around what happened with you and that habit? shifting into making this a learning experience for you what can you gather from that that you learned what did you take from that what information can help you in your habit journey from here forward Once again, expressing compassion for that past version of you. Give yourself the compassion that you needed at that time and write yourself a message of forgiveness. Give yourself the fresh start that you want to be able to take all of this information that you've learned, this self-knowledge that you've gained, the forgiveness that you've given yourself, and flip the page in your journal. Now that you're sitting in the possibility of the future habits that you're going to be able to start and keep Listen to the action steps from today's episode. Number one, take Gretchen Rubin's The Four Tendencies quiz. I will link to that in the show notes at clearcourtscreative.co slash seven. Read your results to The Four Tendencies quiz and see how this applies to your habits. Number two, stop creating habits that highlight your weaknesses and instead match your new habits to your tendencies and to your strengths. Number three, Build onto habits that are already successful for you to create habit stacks. Number four, plan ahead for when you know you're likely to quit and see how you can support yourself better next time. Number five, 
do this journal exercise again. Find the audio inside the Cleary Club. It's in the show notes. This is the kind of exercise that'll have to be done more than once to be really effective and start to rewire your habit patterns. It's amazing that you've done it once. Now do it a few more times, start to get more comfortable with it, and you'll be able to see more of a difference with your tendency to keep your habits in the future. Now that you've listened to this episode, I hope you're in a better place to give yourself grace with your habits and that you're on the path to setting and maintaining habits that truly work for you. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.